We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you, Jay, and greetings, everyone. The book of Judges in the Old Testament presents a certain cycle about 16 times, and it goes like this. The children of Israel will follow after idolatry, and then they continue to get into it so severely that they are swept away into captivity. Those of whom they were enjoying their time with, they have now become a slave unto them because of the way they're living. They cry unto God to deliver them, and He does through a judge whom God raises up. And thus they'll live faithful, but only for a while. Then idolatry in the world attracts them, and they go back into the cycle, following after idolatry once again. Now, as I mentioned, you'll see this about 16 times in the book of Judges in the Old Testament. In a moment, we want to take a little time and learn from one of those judges during one of those cycles, and we want to talk about Gideon. We want to look at some things within the life of Gideon, just a couple of things that will strengthen us and help us and something that we can learn as we look at those things written for our time. Before we get involved in our studies, our brother J. Webb has a good word for you. Please listen. The International Gospel Hour has been heard over the airwaves since 1934. During all this time, we've been blessed to be on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plea for all to carry forth the words of Jesus to search the Scriptures, John 5.39, and we do so with the aim of the words of Peter in 2 Peter 3.18 to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you so, so much for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff. And now let's consider our study of Gideon from Judges, the sixth chapter, and we'll read verses 7 through 13. That's Judges chapter 6, verses 7 through 13, if you wish to follow along. The Bible says, And it came to pass, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, who said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all who oppressed you, and drove them out before you, and gave you their land. Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizurite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress, in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, 
The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Midianites. May the Lord always bless us with the reading, the hearing, and the application of his word. You know, there is more said of Gideon in the book of Judges than any other judge mentioned. I love to study about Gideon. I love to look at the effect of his life and learn some valuable lessons from this thing written aforetime for our learning. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 11, speaking of Moses, that he referred to those things that were written as an example for us. Well, the things in the Old Testament are written for our examples, that we may learn and grow thereby. So let's learn some valuable lessons from Gideon and this cycle the children of Israel are facing. Number one, we learn from this study an age-old question, and it is this. If God is for us, if God loves us, why do bad things happen? Now notice Gideon's reply when he's called a mighty man of valor, as we noted in verse 13 moments ago. Once again, Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Again, Gideon, in essence, is asking, If God is for us and he loves us, Why are these bad things happening? Dear friends, that is a most often asked question, even in this day and age. It is asked a number of times. Let's see if we can address this briefly. Number one, when God created Adam, Eve, and all therein, does not the Bible say that God saw that it was good in Genesis 1 and 2? Absolutely. Well, where did the problems or the suffering or the bad things, if you will, begin? How about when sin entered into the world in Genesis chapter 3? And God punished man for sin that man accepted. In Romans 5 and verse 12, we are reminded, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin... And thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. You see, through one man, sin entered into the world. Keep in mind, when God created, he saw that it was good. Now let's keep in mind, too, that God is love. That is how he is defined in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 8. The wickedness and the evil in this world is spurned on by the God of this world, and that God is a little g, and that is Satan. He's called the God of this world in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4. And Christ teaches us in John 8 and verse 44 that he was a murderer from the beginning. And so when we summarize all of this, dear friends, God is not to blame for evil. It is Satan himself who deceived woman, who knew of the good God had given. 
But yet she made a choice when she saw that fruit, and it was pleasant to the eye, and she partook of that. It is man that went against God's will, and God is not to blame for evil. God is the answer to the suffering that evil causes. Do we not find many times that we, in this nation, or wherever, whatever nation, even throughout the world, that it seems that we cry unto God when problems happen, and how we cry out unto God and plead and pray unto Him, because He is our only answer to the suffering that evil causes. Thus, my friends, as we note here in the book of Judges, it was the sin of Israel that everything had befallen them, but God had their answer. And today, dear friends, no matter our suffering, let us blame the originator of that suffering, the old serpent, the father of lies, and our adversary, Satan, the old devil himself. Let's put the blame in his court, and let's cling to God who will help us through those times. Secondly, Sometimes, or every time, we need to destroy the idols in order to serve God. We go a little further in Judges 6 to verse 25. It came to pass the same night that the Lord said to Gideon, Take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the wooden image that is beside it. Take your father's young bull, number two. Anybody will tell you in agricultural terms, that is a prize bull. Because the older bull, his days are about up. That second bull is the one you want to be looking at. He was going to offer up that bull and on top of that, tear down the altar of Baal that belonged to his father. My, what a challenge before Gideon. But Gideon did the very thing God commanded. And dear friends, a quick lesson here is that we need to destroy those things that will lead us from God. That's taught in the Old Testament from Exodus 20 and verse 3, even to the New Testament, Matthew 6, verse 24. This Old Testament study of Gideon is excellent, and there's so much we can learn. We have another home study from the Old Testament that our J. Webb will share with you, so please listen to J. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 15:4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. The book of Psalms is a book of patience and comfort, and we have a study guide on Psalm 93-99, through 99, and we'd like to send it to you absolutely free. May we do that? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Psalm Study 2. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and please leave your name, address, and just say, Psalm Study 2. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Psalm Study 2. We'll send it right away. Let's go back to Jeff. And to conclude our thoughts for today, a third lesson from Gideon, we learn from Judges 7 that God does great things with small numbers. 
From 32,000 in verse 3 down to 300 men in verse 6, God was their leader, and they were able to overcome. And you know, when you look in the Scripture, the Lord began with only 12 apostles in Acts 1 in verse 8, and they preached the gospel to the entire world, Colossians 1, 23. It started with a few, but ended with many. Dear friends, God can use you today. And these are great lessons from Gideon that will encourage us in the right way. We're going to continue our studies together, dear friends, and join me once again on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie. See you next time, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh